Welcome to the Inspired Intentions Podcast. You've been too busy and not taking care of yourself. It's time to reset habits and plunge into your new normal. My name's Jeff Ford. I'm your host, and I'm joined with my co-host, Rachel Calcino. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how's it going, Rachel? Good. How are you? Hey, guess who we have back again today? Uh, We let somebody in, didn't we? We sure did. Oh, yeah. Hi, Alan. Hey, everyone. What's (laughs) what's up, Alan? Nice to see you here. Yeah, of course. Good to be here. So, of course, we have back our executive producer, Alan Broyhill. And this is another edition of a special bonus episode of Inspired Intentions, where we're talking about kind of what life is like right now when we're in the middle of this uh, COVID pandemic. Rachel, it's different. It is different. Things are different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. So um, we hope this content is helpful and gives you a little levity and a little bit of humor, maybe. And what we're going to be talking about today is all of the things that you can do by video, because who knew? We didn't have to worry about this before. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were doing some of this stuff before that lived at a distance, but it's like the masses are now having to be creative and get their social, uh, you know, get be social with their friends and family and coworkers, just like we're doing literally right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see your faces. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I like that we're all in different rooms too. I think that makes the podcast more safe in general. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thanks for noticing my um, background, which is the set of Hamilton. Sorry, we didn't give you a shout out for that. (laughs) Which is so great, Rachel. Looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So, hey, Alan and Jeff, what is the um, either the craziest thing that you guys have ever done on video, or the thing that you wish you had recorded on video? Mm. Alan, you want me to start? Yeah, go for it, man. Well, I'm a crazy person in general, so there should be a video that just follows me around. <laughs> but what's coming to mind for me is uh, when I was seven years old, I was in a park and it was like one of those like monumental parks. So not like a kid's park, like a, you know, historic park. You guys fallen? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, I was hanging out with my other seven and eight year old f- friends and I started to walk across one of these monuments. But, but this monument had like a staircase down to it. So if you were to walk across it and stumble, you would actually fall down into the staircase. So I was fearless at that age. Now I'm not. And I remember walking across because my friends had dared me. And then I had actually slipped and I fell 10 feet down <gasps> on my head. And I wish I could have videoed it because (laughs) the drop was pretty insane and nobody believed I had fell directly on my head. There was no hospital visit, nothing. Moral of the story, I've got a very hard head and we should have gotten it on video. (laughs) That could have been some like America's Funniest Home Video footage. Yeah. From back in the day, for real. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. So yeah, that I wish I would have gotten that on video. And there's other stories, but we only have 20 minutes today. Yeah. 
How about Do you have you, anything, Alan? Alan? I was just thinking about it. You know, I've, I've, I'm an adrenaline person, and I, there's a lot of stories like that. Um, I wish there would have been some like childhood memories that we could have gotten on video from me for sure. Kind of like Jeff's. Um, I don't think I ever, I used to do a lot of like martial arts demo stuff. And we used to have this, these demos that we would do where we would like break flaming boards and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's Um, cool. Like I like flames. Yeah. Like bed of nails, like bending spears on your throat, stuff like that. I wish we would have videoed some of that. How old were you when you were doing that? I think I started, I mean, I started the martial arts stuff when I was really young, but that stuff was like, I don't know, I was probably 14-ish. Did you still have a beard back then? No. (laughs) There was like a a sprig here, maybe a sprig there. (laughs) I think I started with the mustache first. I see you as like a nine-year-old child with like a belt, uh, nunchucks, and uh, a light beard coming in. Like, Like a, like a... Just oh, little yeah. goatee style. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and like sure. one of those fly fishing vests with all the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to have one of those. I did. <laughs> of course. The light tan. Yeah. Okay. I wish I would have got that stuff on video. That'd been cool. What about you, Rachel? Um, I think almost like you, some uh, some childhood memories that I wish I had videos of. Um, this isn't something that I wish that I had happened, but. I, um, my husband and I got married right at the end of, um, VHS cassette. Oh. So our wedding video is actually on a VHS cassette. I had it, uh, transferred to a DVD, but. You can do that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's super I, I easy. Guess. Yeah. Oh, well, Alan would Okay, know. Alan. Of course it's super easy. <laughs> For a guy like you who was growing a beard at nine years old. <laughs> Okay. So what we're talking about today, and this is actually a really great example, because um, one of the things I think that can happen with this social distancing is that people are feeling lonely, and I am enjoying our time together. So let's get into some of the ways that you can use video chats, not just for things like podcasts, but just as ways um, to not feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. Crucial right now. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, um, I've actually been doing is, um, my, so my cousins and I do a video chat. It typically it's about once a quarter, but we've been doing it more frequently and we all downloaded, um, an app, which is a game that you can play, um, kind of simultaneously against each other, but we can all, you know, be talking about it while we're together on the video chat. So that's something that's been kind of neat that we wouldn't have done before it's called ticket to ride oh ticket to ride that's like a board game too in real life yeah 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 oh cool Hmm. yeah i was just pointing out that we're not in real life right now doesn't feel like it (laughs) no No. not at all how is that a pretty (laughs) complex game no it's not every turn there's only you know two or three things that you can do Mm. so i hadn't played it before but um, my my other cousin had and it was really easy to learn how would you rate your skill level since you've been doing all these calls? Those calls also involve some drinks. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> adult beverages. <laughs> and just to stay on that too, I think, you know, something that I've seen my parents been been doing is a lot of um, happy hours. Mm-hmm. We're doing a staff happy hour 
uh, and this this Friday, and we're yeah. going to probably try to keep that going. Yeah, it's just a really nice way um, to connect with people. But have you guys been doing any video chats with people besides with me? Yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> I actually did a virtual happy hour with uh, a couple of friends um, from uh, Georgia the other day, which was super cool. Um, I think we ended up with like four, five people on there. Um, I always, uh, I think I, me and Rachel, we did this the other day, but I uh, showed them how to make drinks of a certain Ooh. kind while we were on video chat to give everybody like a little spice up. If they don't know one thing and they have it in their fridge, they can use it. Um, so that's super that's cool. Really cool. You can kind that's of really cool. uh, figure out who has what and make a cocktail out of it or a mocktail if you don't drink. That's also a, a good a good option, um, which is super neat. I've been doing a lot with my family, too. Um, we're kind of spaced out, so we're used to video chatting, but uh, more so now than ever. What about you, Jeff? Well, I've been doing quite a few video chats, yep, specifically with my nephews and getting up there because a lot of my family is like completely quarantined, people working from home. And so, yeah, Lindsay and I have always been pretty on top of FaceTime given uh, Mia's introduction to the world. So everyone always wants to see her. So it's pretty easy to get on video calls or to be asked to do something via video when, when you, you have, have a four month old. When you have Mia. Yeah. Yeah. So I really <laughs> usually don't have to invite myself. I get invited to the video call. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a change of pace, but I, I still can see where uh, I wish some of my family members were a little bit more technologically inclined um, because it's difficult to figure out Zoom and to figure out Google Hangouts. And so yeah. I think that's yeah. some of the good that could come from this is people you learn to use a different way of communicating um, yeah. and video being one of one of those strategies. Yeah, my mom is not very technologically savvy and she's been figuring it out. She's been doing a really great job. So she um, volunteers her time as a docent at a local museum, which is closed. But she had a meeting by Zoom yesterday that she was really excited to be able to see all of the other volunteers. And then her book club, which normally meets at the local library, has been doing their meetings by Zoom, too. So she's really like she's getting on top of it, which is great. That's dope. Yeah, yeah super that's really cool. cool. Which of you in our notes for this show wrote down baby picture guessing game? Oh, that that's actually more of an idea from uh, Ann Johnston. Our, oh. Yeah, so our director our of guest services. Our very own Leslie Nope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she um, had this idea for our staff happy hour to basically throw up baby pictures, not like throw them out out of a mouth or anything like that, Um, (laughs) but like put them on the actual chat and use this as like a team building activity. Um, So we haven't executed on it yet, but now since we're talking about on the podcast, we should follow through. Um, Seems like something that would be really fun. That's really cool. And then you have to guess who the baby is. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty tough because we all change. We look differently. Yeah. Except Alan. Except for Alan. This would be easy. <laughs> no. I already gave it away earlier in this episode. <laughs> no, when I was a baby, I was a very big baby. I had a triple chin. It's real Whoa. easy to real easy to pick out. Triple chin. Oh, yeah. 
That's real. We should include that in the show notes. <laughs> that would be epic. We need to do that. <laughs> or we can just not talk about it ever again. I just shared <laughs> that with the world. Ugh. It's okay. You're going to get fan mail once we post that picture. Yeah. We're yeah, really trying to get into this behind the scenes stuff, dude. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know. That's what this is for. Yep. Um, and of course, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the virtual workouts, um, of course, which we've been doing um, through Skyterra. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's a way I know I know a lot of people have been using those to not only keep moving and stay accountable, but also to feel like they're working out with people instead of just like working out by themselves um, in their living room or or whatever they have to do. Yeah, I think that's a super good use of video to to be reminded because I was talking to one of our past guests and she's in New York City. And so in the heart of New York City, everything's locked down uh, at this point in time. And her trainer has a high volume of clients and this is like his main means of supporting himself. So he's transferred his whole business to doing FaceTime or Zoom calls and he shortened the sessions from an hour closer to 30 minutes. And so I think it's a really great use of him still supporting himself and then also staying in touch with his clients. Yeah, that's that's great for him. And it's also really beneficial for clients, um, mm-hmm. you know, because when you work with a trainer, the benefit of that is that you have someone to make sure that you're getting the work done and to watch your form and that kind of thing. So I'm sure some people feel like that's lost, but being able to at least connect with someone by video. That, yeah, and I, and, and I haven't done it yet, but I can think about doing like more of a buddy workout with somebody. So like buddy workouts are really helpful from an accountability perspective. So this would be like you do five burpees and then the other person does five burpees. And if you don't like burpees, probably choose a different exercise. Yeah. Um, But it could be- Or maybe you need to do them. Maybe you do need to do them. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. And there's only so much cardio you can get in say like a hundred square foot apartment building. Like, right. like someone on this call might be that's dealing right. with. Um, that that said, though, you could pick, hey, we're going to do 100 squats. You do 10. Your other friend does 10. And then, hey, we're going to do 100 push-ups. You do 10. Your friend does 10. So I think that'd be a really simple way to spend 10 to 15 minutes with someone. And then the other 10 to 15 minutes start, uh, you know, chatting it up. Yeah, I like that. Nice. Um, some, something that, um, I've been doing, I have a, a friend who is a, um, theater professor at your alma mater, Jeff. She's a professor at Clemson. Oh, cool. And so of course, you know, Clemson is out for the, um, semester. She's doing some distance classes, but mm-hmm. something she's done is put together every Thursday night. She has, um, either, I think they're probably, um, former students or actors that she's worked with in the past. She gets them together on a zoom call and they do play reading. Oh, wow. So you can tune in and it's of course, absolutely free and you can watch a play. Um, and I kind of I like hmm. to know the behind the scenes stuff. So she said what they do is they pick out a new playwright and they'll practice. They'll run all the way through the play just before the call. And then they'll, you know, log back onto the call. They'll do it. And then after everybody's logged out, they have like a happy hour together 
to kind of celebrate after the show. But I've been actually attending those um, with uh, one of my friends. I, I sent the link to her and, and we both watch it at the same time. So it, it's kind of neat. That's really neat. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Rachel sent me a link and I got to watch one of them and it was pretty fun. So yeah. every, everyone's like actually acting it out. Yeah. So they're they're kind of like the three of us are right now. They're in like their little Zoom box. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is a director who reads the stage directions. So like if I were to like, you know, walk off stage, then the, the director would let you know that. Um, and, hmm. and the actors can really just focus on like what they're actually saying and not what they're doing. It's pretty neat. Are they holding a script or is this all memorized? They're that good. It, it is not memorized, but you can't see the script. So I don't know how Whoa. they do that. Yeah. It's probably just below their camera or their spark yeah. notes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. They should do some behind the scenes stuff so we can get more info. Yeah, I like to know that kind of stuff. And then speaking of behind the scenes, I know um, I've been looking online. Several museums have been doing tours for free. Um, zoos have been doing tours. So I know um, my niece and nephew have been looking at the Cincinnati Zoo. I believe they have an animal online every day at three o'clock. Um, so that's oh, that's sweet. That's neat. Yeah. I hope it's not the tiger with COVID. How that, did that tiger get a COVID test, it, by the I, way? I heard it was the first one, first animal who's gotten it. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think it was the same test that we're using with uh, like adults and, and people who might feel like they have it. Okay. But it's a confirmed case. And I do not think we should over video uh, someone who's dealing with that, even if it is a lion, tiger. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But that's cool. Are, are all different animals at like three o'clock? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So just really neat stuff going on. Um, have you guys been partaking in any of that? Animal watching? Or just any of the <laughs> cultural events that are happening online. Ellen, have you? You're pretty cultural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really haven't. Um, nothing, no tours or anything like that. Um, I, the one thing that I've been partaking in is uh, doing board games via calls. So uh, I got the f- idea from a friend of mine and a favorite board game of, and I'm giving a shout out here um, to my family via me is a uh, Catan. If any, you have, you guys heard of hmm. that? It's called settlers of Catan. I'm not cultural enough to have heard of that game. It, uh, it's a really cool board game. It, um, it won the Oscar for board games. There's like an Oscars for board Whoa. games every single year. Is that year. televised? I don't know. Probably not. Um, and it's like a super strategic board game. You can play it with a bunch of players. They actually set a world record uh, in 2015 for like most players playing a board game, same board game at one time. But traditionally. Ellen, quick, quick question. Are there any other useless facts that you know that you could share with our listeners right now? <laughs> Uh, a lot about Catan. I love this board game. It's super fun. So <laughs> the idea here, though, is that you can if like my sister has the physical board game herself and so do I. I also have mm-hmm. one. We could set them up exactly the same and have a camera on each one and then have also like our cell phone facing us. 
and play the board game and move everybody's pieces for them back and forth. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. So even if it's not something you can find online, then you can do that. I mean, pretty simply, honestly, you just need a computer and a phone. Um, so that's in that's in the works uh, to do that. Another family board game night, which would be super cool. That's not the board game from Parks and Rec, was it? It might be, actually. I think I saw that somewhere. There was a couple years back that it was like a big thing for the Green Bay Packers, I think, to play. It's like a, it's a strategic uh, thing, and it's a very like team-building, bonding get type of board game. Oh, that's cool. I think it was on Parks and Rec, though. Okay. So That's the other show that I have a lot of references to. So exciting. That in the office. Yes. <laughs> Alan, what about your um, fishing tournament? Yeah. Um, as a lot of my, at least my coworkers know, and a lot of my friends, uh, I, I help run a nonprofit uh, organization that we run a fishing tournament every year. And it's like, uh, you know, we had to cancel that just for this, um, this whole situation as well. It was supposed to be uh, the weekend after Mother's Day in May. Aww. So it's one of those things that you postpone till next year, um, unfortunately. And, you know, we had uh, we had like 120 participants this year, which was going to be super cool. But, um, you know, we're still thinking about ways that we can uh, take the whole nonprofit is to benefit um fisheries and people that take care of wildlife and things like that. And like, we're still trying to figure out ways, even though we had to cancel this to still benefit those uh, fisheries and people and still benefit all the people that signed up for it all at the same time. Um, And we're kind of working through all the the details of that right now, but there's going to be some super cool stuff. And I know there's a lot of places and a lot of nonprofits that hold events out there that are um, rely solely on funds that are like, donated that it's very important for us to still if uh you know those those type of places are doing things to get involved and be involved because it's a a fun thing to do but also um still giving back yeah now more than ever yeah Yeah. no doubt um so one other thing i wanted to mention was um i know that our listeners know that we record this podcast ahead of time and we're actually recording this um, tonight at sundown is the first night of Passover, which is for my family, our biggest holiday. And, um, normally we're together. This is the one time that everybody's kind of together. So, um, we are doing tonight, not a virtual Seder, which I was trying to convince my dad that we should do, but he, that's a lot of work mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it virtually, but we're going to do just uh, every, all of my whole family's going to get on a call tonight and just at least be able to see each other. So it's not ideal, but at least we're staying connected. And that's, again, how this video can help. You're making it work, Rachel. You and your that's entire right. family. It's a great that's example. Right. What um are you guys thinking about? Are like you going to reschedule like later on to get together for, for the holiday? Or will will this count in, in like entirety? Uh, if it were up to me, I would say I don't want this to count because my mom makes really delicious matzo ball soup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love matzo ball soup. Yes. Ellen, you like yeah. all types of food. You do not discriminate <laughs> when it comes to food. That's the one thing I know about you. 100%. But matzo ball soup is... Have you had matzo ball soup, Jeff? I have not. I'm a very <gasps> particular eater. 
and I'm very sensitive, as you know. <laughs> so those those yes. two things make it difficult to try new foods. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you, well, you would like this. You should tr- at least give it a try. Well, if I give it a try, I will let our listeners know. Maybe when I see you guys again, I can make you some matzo ball soup. Oh, that'd be cool. But yes. Now we're starting to create <laughs> the plan. <laughs> okay, guys. Any other tips that you have for our listeners? Yeah, I think what we just did. It, yeah. Which is plan to do fun things and hold to those plans when all of this is over. These times, I mean, it makes you realize like how important community, family, and doing things together, like those people that are chronic like bailers, might not bail quite as much now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. make make plans, stick to them, look forward to the future. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Just think about all the things that you are going to do, plan them out, have great conversations with your friends, try to adapt with what we're dealing with. And just know that video, you can do just about anything. Yeah. It's the best thing for right now. Especially when your backgrounds can be behind the scenes of Hamlet. Hamilton. Good try. (laughs) Is it? I thought you said Hamlet. It's not Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) And I told you I wasn't cultural. Jeff, I'll get you a background for next week. Okay. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> Make it something cool though. Something that matches yeah. my my personality. So remember oh, okay. sensitive and particular. Challenge accepted. Okay, guys. The Inspired Intentions podcast is a production of Skyterra Wellness Re- Retreat. Special thanks to our executive producer, Alan Broyhill. Send us your questions and comments to inspiredintentions at skyterrawellness.com. Subscribe on iTunes and everywhere podcasts can be found. If someone you know might benefit from this podcast, share Inspired Intentions with them and give us a five-star rating. Join us next week as we cut through the unrealistic noise on diets and fitness and show you how healthy living fits seamlessly into your already busy life. Thanks for listening.